Hello listeners and welcome back to our new series Being Present. Yep. So today we are again going to see a story of the famous duo Akbar and Birbal and we'll see how right from the start Akbar was so impressed with the presence of mind that Birbal showed in every situation. Yeah. So yes, we are going to see how their encounter was, the first encounter and then how Birbal's presence of mind uh, impressed Akbar. Yeah. So that let's go ahead into our today's episode and here we go. How they met Emperor Akbar loved to go hunting Even as a child he would run away from his lessons and his tutors in order to go riding and hunting When he grew up he was a better rider and a more fearless hunter than any of his courtiers One day while chasing a tiger Akbar and a few brave soldiers rode so fast that they left all the others behind. They had gone a long distance from the royal capital at Agra, and as evening came, they realized that they were lost. They went on slowly. They were hot, dusty, and tired. Presently, they reached a place where three roads met. Ah. At last the emperor exclaimed then turning to his men he said which way shall we go which road goes to agra the roads all looked the same it was hard to tell which road led to agra the men looked at each other and they looked at the road then they looked at the dust beneath their horses hooves Nobody said a word. Just then a young man came walking down one of the roads. Glad to have something to do, the emperor's men called out to him and ordered him to come forward. He did so, looking up at the richly dressed hunters with bright curious eyes. "Tell us, boy," said Emperor Akbar, "which road goes to Agra?" The young man began to smile. "Huzur, everybody knows that roads can't move. How can this road go to Agra or go anywhere else?" <laughs> he said and he chuckled delightedly at his own joke. There was absolute silence. The emperor stared down at the youth. His soldiers held their breath. They knew the emperor's temper. Not one of them dared to say a single word. People travel, the boy went on, not seeming to notice the ominous silence. Roads don't, don't they? No, they don't. <laughs> the emperor cried suddenly and began to laugh. Nervously, his soldiers began to laugh too. The youth ignored them and continued to look up at the emperor with twinkling eyes. "What's your name?" Akbar asked the young man. 
Mahesh Das, he replied. And what is your name, Hazur? The emperor pulled off an enormous emerald ring which he wore on his hand. Leaning down, he gave it to the young man. You are speaking to Emperor Akbar of Hindustan. We need fearless young men such as you at our court, Mahesh Das. Bring this ring with you when you come and I shall recognize and remember you. And now, show us the road we must take in order to go to Agra. Mahesh Das bowed low and pointed towards the capital. The emperor turned his horse and galloped away, followed by his soldiers. Mahesh Das watched until a bend in the road hid them from his sight. A few years later, Mahesh Das decided to travel to the emperor's court at Agra to seek his fortune. He had finished his studies and was ready to see the world. When he arrived at Agra, he walked through the bazaar and passed the great havelis in which the nobles lived. It was all very confusing to a young man who had spent all his life in the village. But Mahesh Das was no ordinary individual. He held on to the cloth bag in which he carried the emperor's ring and he looked around him with interest. It was evening by the time he reached the massive fort on the bank of the river Yamuna in which the emperor of Hindustan lived. Even though he was a brave and resolute young man, Mahesh Das felt very small as he neared the enormous studded gate of the fort. The huge wooden gate was open and important-looking people hurried in and out. Two guards stood outside holding spears in their strong muscular hands. Mahesh Das took a deep breath and then going up to one of the soldiers he said, I have come to meet the emperor. He invited me to come to court. Ho! Oh, said the soldier looking at the young man's dusty feet and simple cotton clothes. So the emperor invited you to his darbar, did he? To the divan e khas? No doubt, the hall of private audience where he meets high-ranking nobles. A few passersby stopped to watch, smiling at the simple village lad's discomfiture. Perhaps Mahesh Das answered boldly keeping his voice steady even though he was very frightened. And I have his ring to prove it. From his bag, he pulled out the richly worked ring which Emperor Akbar had given him. Oh, said the guard in sudden doubt. That is no ordinary ring. You would better let the young man in, said a pundit who had stopped to watch. Well, mm, said the guard, sorry to have lost an opportunity to bully and tease. I will let you go in one condition. When you see the emperor, he is sure to give a gift. 
I will let you in if you swear to give me half of whatever the emperor gives you. People standing nearby began to murmur. They knew the guard and his greedy ways and wondered how the young man would deal with him. But to their surprise, Maheshwaras agreed at once without even trying to argue or bargain. The guard said again softly, threateningly, "Don't forget, or I will make you very, very sorry." Maheshwaras nodded. Mm-hmm. I won't forget," he said, and he walked into the fort. Emperor Akbar was in the Diwan e Aam, the hall of public audience. Lamps lit up the carvings on the wall and the rich carpets which were spread on the floor. The great pillared hall was full of courtiers dressed in the finest and most beautifully woven garments. But Mahesh Das had eyes only for the emperor, who sat grandly on a platform at the far end of the hall. Bowing low, he made his way towards the throne. The courtiers murmured to each other in surprise, "Who could this be?" But Emperor Akbar happened to glance up. He recognized the young man at once and asked him to come forward. "I remember you, Mahesh Das," he said, "and I am pleased that you have come. Ask for anything your heart desires, and it shall be yours." Jahapana is most gracious," Mahesh Das answered. "If Huzur pleases, my dearest wish is to be given fifty lashes of the whip." Mad, the boy must be mad. People whispered to each other, but the emperor liked the bright, straightforward look in his eyes, and he said, "Before we grant the strange wish, you must tell us why you want such a gift." And then. Mahesh Das bowed once again and said, "Before the sentry who guards Jahapana's fort permitted me to come into the palace, he made me promise that I should give him half the gift that I received. I am ready to bear twenty-five lashes in order to share this with the guard." When Akbar heard this, he grew very angry. "Are our people to be kept away by a greedy, wicked guard? Send for the rascal!" He thundered. The guard was sentenced to the entire gift of fifty lashes and never again tried to bully poor people who sought an audience with the emperor. And Mahesh Das was given a place at the court with the comforts that went with it. We confer you the title of Raja Birbal from this day on, the emperor declared. And you shall stay near us and amuse and guide us henceforth. And with that, listeners, we wrap up today's episode. Well, we saw how a birbal did not get you no know, perturbed by the way the sentry was treating him. In fact, he agreed to his condition immediately and. Possibly must have made up his mind then and there that yes, I will give him the gift he wants, 
but also teach him a lesson to not be greedy anymore yeah and well he surely did that he gave an appropriate gift that was needed in fact there was no need to even share the gift he gave the entire gift only to the sentry yeah well so that's how we he also taught a lesson to the um, sentry at the same time made emperor akbar aware of what was happening outside the court yes and as a result as a reward birbal got one of the most precious things he became a very well known court jester of emperor akbar's court and yeah that's how we know the famous duo akbar and birbal yes okay so with that we wrap up today's episode and um, i will see you soon pretty next week uh, until then stay safe take care and have a wonderful week ahead and don't forget to share your comments at my twitter handle at the rate roshni sk or drop your comments at the email id sishu_kata at the rate outlook.com and i will see you next week soon until then bye bye